Welcome everyone to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and today we're going to talk about kind of a conversation storm that is happening right now on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I started it with a quote about special education, and it's bringing up all the feelings for special education teachers, teams, and parents. So let me read to you this quote. It says, special education is not about helping a child be good at school and do more work. Special education is about helping a child reach their full potential both in and out of the classroom now and forever. One of the comments that really hit me hard is a teacher who is describing how she's trying to make this happen, but the higher ups in her school building, they're not buying into it. And she's ready to leave the classroom because this is what she wants to do, but she feels like the only person that's asking for it and she's getting a lot of pushback. I have parents that are commenting all about, yes, that's what I'm trying to do, but I cannot get my team to listen to me. So let's talk about why there are three key reasons why we cannot have this strategy of just be good and do more work and just keep up with everybody else. This is a huge mistake that we make with IEPs. It's not why special education is in place. It's not the purpose and findings of ideal law. It is not why we are here providing individualized education as IEP teams. If we make this mistake, we are putting a child in a very difficult situation to learn the same thing the same way as their same age peers. And that's difficult for everyone. In fact, that's something that's really difficult in our school system on a whole. And when we take that method of instruction and learning and goals to be like everyone else and put that into special education, it is extremely difficult and downright impossible to get a child's unique needs met. So that's the first mistake is that we are, um, absolutely putting our students who have special education services into an impossible situation when we do that, because if it was possible, then we wouldn't have the IEP. The second thing that happens when we make this big mistake of just using the IEP to get more work done or be like the other kids is that we're cheating the students out of discovering their own strengths. They're using all of their energy just to keep up and keep the focus. They are losing their self-confidence. They're losing their ability to really thrive and reach milestones when we are focusing just on the standards or what everybody else is doing. The third big thing that happens when we make this mistake is that we lose the ability to be prepared for the real world. In the real world, we know, or at least hopefully we figure it out at some point, that we need to step into our individual strengths to really succeed. And when we take away that ability for a child to learn that because they're spending so much time figuring out how to be like everybody else, we're stealing a lot of opportunities from them to be able to find their unique strengths and really develop their individual skills that are going to give them the ability to have meaningful relationships, meaningful jobs, and be a, a really contributing member of our community. 
Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have grade level standards or that we need some standardized tests. I'm not saying that we toss all of that out the window and don't look at it. What I'm saying is we can't focus on only using those standards to help a child make progress. When we do this, we are actually setting us all up for failure. We are working on a system that really um, keeps a child behind. Can we agree on that, right? There, there's no closing the gap in a lot of different areas for many students. And when we're focused on always just reaching the standards, we are piling on more work, more exhaustion, and more disappointed for everybody involved, especially the student. So we can decide right here today to step out of just looking at the standards and to really jump into looking at how we can provide this individualized education, not just to meet standards, but to develop a child as a whole. And I know a lot of you are thinking like, that sounds great, but I don't know if my school will get on board. Well, you, there's actually tools inside of the IEP paperwork to help you do this. Your IEP is set up, or it should be set up, to help your child, your students, be prepared for life in the classroom, life out of the classroom, and it's both short-term goals, long-term goals. It's about learning skills for now and forever. So let me give you two areas that you can really focus on to flip out of the standardized thinking and into a truly individualized program that meets a child's unique needs. The first section is the parent input statement. I talk about this a lot and I'm gonna keep doing it because the parent input statement is not a place for dumping grounds. It's not a place just to complain. It's not a place to just find out what the parent's worried about. That parent input statement in an IEP exists in every IEP across the country. It's labeled something different, such as parent educational concerns. But this is where a parent can really have their voice in how to prepare their child for the future to make sure that areas such as social, emotional, communication, behavior, and academics, all of those things are encompassed inside of the IEP. Now, right inside the purpose and findings of ideal law, remember, I'm not a lawyer. I've just been doing this a real long time, so I'm teaching you where to look. Um, in the purpose and findings, you'll see that we're supposed to be preparing a child by meeting their unique needs, and we're preparing them for further education, employment, and independent living. Nowhere in there does it say we're preparing a child to be like everyone else, or we're preparing a child to meet the standardized test criteria. It doesn't say that anywhere. So what it means to prepare a child for further education, employment, and independent living, what it means to meet their unique needs is highly dependent on parents. Parents, this is where you become the driver of the IEP. And teachers, you want this real bad because it actually makes your life easier. When you know where the parent is looking to go, you can help them get there. The second thing that you need to do after the parent input statement is that every goal inside the IEP needs to meet the standards of providing short-term school success and long-term life success. If it can't meet those two things, it's probably not an IEP goal that you need. All right, so let me say that again. You need to have the goal meet the criteria 
of providing both short-term school success and long-term life success. And if it doesn't meet those two things, you got to rethink that goal. You're going to have to chat it out with your team and decide why is this goal in here and how is it a priority if it's not meeting those two standards. Now, we are going to be working inside of the special ed inner circle on making sure that everybody has their IEP roadmap, that it is set up to meet a child's unique needs, to prepare them for the future. And I would love to have you come join us. Just head on over to specialedinnercircle.com. You'll find out how to become a special education insider. You can get in on this conversation and get the tools to get out of this situation if that's where you're at. If you're feeling that unique needs are not being met, you don't know how to use that document to move forward, your team feels stuck in really individualizing a program, you're not sure where to go because 2020 fell apart and 2021 has got to be better, that's when you come join us at specialedinnercircle.com. I'll see you guys there.